Welcome to the Thrive with Omu podcast, where each week I'll chat with an amazing entrepreneur on their growth journey. They'll be sharing this with us to help and encourage us to take that bold step. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Jennifer. And good evening to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. How are you doing? Absolutely amazing. Um, It's six o'clock here in Australia. And we're sort of going into our cooler months. So it's absolutely beautiful. Okay, so we digress a little. What is hula month? Sorry? What is hula? You said we're going into the hula. Oh, the hula. hula. Winter. We're going into winter here. Yeah, sorry. Um, We're going into winter here in Brisbane, Queensland. Just enjoying that change. Yeah. I thought I had, I thought I had hula and I thought it was like a festival or something like that. Well, I was feeling a little bit hula maybe yesterday. So we'll just go with that. (laughs) Awesome. So tell us about Jennifer. Yeah, amazing. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Amu, for having me here on your podcast. I'm so grateful for your um, space and energy tonight and your morning. Um, So I'm Jen Parker. I'm a mindset mindful coach, and I help women who are very much stuck in the busy and anxious and overwhelming mindset learn how to basically navigate out of it by learning how to find their own inner calm amid the chaos of life. So what do you mean by mindful mindset? Yeah, absolutely. So what I discovered through the work that I've done, I have actually prior to even being a coach, I was a social worker for many years. So I've got that evidence-based practice and, you know, I've worked in different areas doing coaching, self-sabotage, you know, that deep subconscious work. And basically I was resonating more because of the type of work that I was doing with helping women who were very overwhelmed and had a very busy and anxious mindset, always in the doing. And so calling myself, and it is just a a terminology and a name, but how I sort of, how I feel and embody that work is when I'm thinking of mindful and mindset, it's been really about being conscious of how we interact with our thoughts, with our environment, how we feel in each moment, and just to be more mindful of those times so you have tools to navigate through the choppy waters of life. Yeah. Awesome. And um, why did you leave social work for coaching? Yeah, because I was burnt out, because I was overwhelmed, because I was leaving my young little boys at the time, like six o'clock in the morning. And I was giving so much and it was actually affecting my health. It was having huge effects on my health. So I had made the decision. I sort of went, this is costing me more than just, you know, this is costing me so much more. It's costing my health and my family time. And sometimes it's when things land and come to you when you're least expecting it. So coaching literally came to my thoughts. (laughs) 
you know, I'm like, what am I going to do? What, what's universe? What, 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 what do I do right now? And that's when coaching came to me. And I liked that because, you know, being a social worker, you are always looking at the bigger picture and you're always looking at advocating. And so doing something like coaching, it's giving people the tools to navigate that themselves but also using my evidence-based practice of social work and I'm also an Ayurveda wellness coach, I can use all of these tools to support people in the best way for them. They can pick and choose what works better for them. You know, you resonate with something and you may not with something else. So they can, yeah, that's sort of bit of why I am choosing this destiny. And... um... When you were working, when you were doing the social work, right? If you had, if you intentionally took time out for yourself, you know, like holidays, breaks, you know, like little timeouts to sort of recalibrate, do you think it would have helped? Look, I think there was always something else for me. So I I I always looked for the weekends, you know, I used to do sort of mainly a very busy workload in four days, but I was always like a lot of people who work for someone else. You're always hanging out for the days off, you know, and enjoying those moments and having holidays and things. So I think who knows, but I actually think this was always going to be part of my path and destiny. I just didn't know it at the time. And I also have a little boy who's got special needs. He's got, he's autistic. So going on this path has helped me deal and manage with that as well. Yeah. Okay. I I asked that because I've had cause to meet quite a number of ladies that have left social work for Mm. coaching or for training or for, for something else. And their main reason, I mean, 90% or 99% of them is burnout. Mm. Crazy. Um, yeah. So when you said burnout, uh, it, it, it hit me again. And I was just wondering, is it, um, is it, um, because I also know that when you're doing social work, there's a tendency to get all sucked in emotion-wise with the different people you're treating and all that. And that in itself can lead to burnout. Mm. And then there's an aspect of not having actual time for yourself. So I was wondering, on the side of a social worker, what would be your advice to her to kind of remain balanced or not get to that point where she's feeling burnt out? Yeah, I think for many people that experience burnout, there are physical, emotional and behavioural signs. Your body is already starting to show signs that you're exhausted. So, and the thing is, if you, a lot of the time, people who are very um, enticed by social work, um, what I've noticed is they're either a very type A personality. So sometimes they don't, always burn out as much depending on certain things. Then you've got someone who's very much like me, a people pleaser who will go 
over and beyond doing more than what you need. I never realized until it's actually burnt out, burnt out. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's that, but also it's important to understand that you're doing things that with very limited resources. You're probably one of the under-resourced departments when anything that went wrong in the hospital, because I worked in a hospital, they would ring the social worker. They didn't know how to communicate, you know, anything that was going to go wrong, the social workers were there as fix-it people, you know, and I loved it. I loved being, sometimes you were a detective and a problem solver and you were advocating for people, but you just lack of resources as well, really put that pressure on expecting you to do all of this stuff in such a, it was just unrealistic expectations as well. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So what is it you do with the women's mindsets, the women that you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So I work with a lot of women who are very stuck on the rat race that we all get. We have made to believe that that is the level of success. So we're all stuck in busy, which is basically what we've been conditioned as a way of avoiding something, or it's that we don't even realize we're doing that. It's an anxious behavior that we're doing subconsciously. So it's basically through the work that I do is I help a lot of different women by giving them the tools so they know how to navigate overwhelm and exhaustion themselves and basically know different, like a roadmap of how they can navigate potential triggers or situations or themselves So they are feeling more empowered in those situations as well. And they can also utilize very holistic, but also very evidence-based practices as well. So they can basically have all the all at their disposal, but they basically are rewiring their brains essentially and looking at a different way of looking at their life and changing their perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Talking about that, you do know that a lot of people associate being very busy with success. Mm. There's so much hustle, isn't there? You see it, isn't it? You and know, also, there's so much. And also being very busy with productivity. It's just how we've been conditioned. That's how the Industrial Revolution said you're only successful if you, you know, you feel like you've got to do all of this amount of work, not how the quantity of and the quality of what you're actually doing. It's so much bigger than that. So it's and changing our perception, this has been generations, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's sort of step by step and really changing. If if women can change how we feel about themselves, we're going to change how our future generations feel as well. And we've we're going to give them the tools to feel more empowered in those stressful situations so um what do you think is the major reason why women and it's not just left to women alone people feel that need to constantly be busy because i see some people who when you move closer they're really not doing anything and you can see they're not Mm. but they're just you know all over the place and when you call them oh no i'm busy when you know they're just you know, I I I, yeah. I try. I call them. Move, I said they're moving around in circles. 
Exactly. <laughs> we um, we get very distracted and it's because of we, we think if we say, look, I'm, I've been so busy, it's, a, it's almost like a, a level of success. But it's I, so, I, I you know, you, you know people, oh, I'm so busy. And it's like now people are going, you know what? I, I don't want to fill my whole days back-to-back or kids' activities that they're, I read something yesterday only about if you are basically doing all of these extra activities for your children and they have no downtime, you're conditioning them to be busy and always seeking something externally from them rather than just to be. And it's something that I have to be mindfully aware of I'm not like I've got a very busy and anxious mind myself. So I can get stuck in, say, scrolling on social media and then go, what am I doing? And it's more of an anxious behavior and a habit that we've just got to, when we start noticing and we start creating awareness, find out what that core inner need that needs to be met. When we can find that core inner need that needs to be met, then we can provide that support to that inner part of ourselves. Yes, so you think that, um, um, you know, there's some people who um, wake up, do the regular morning routine of shower and all that. And it might be a day because there's some days that I honestly don't have any meeting. I don't have any recording. If I if I look very well, I, I will definitely find work to do, but I don't have any deliverables. I don't have anything pressing to do. And I just lie down on bed and watch a film or sleep or do anything that I feel like doing. There's some people who would always look for something to do. And it's not so much as for me doing something. Is the, you know, there's a way they come out, oh, I'm busy. You know, it's like, so I, 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 do you get, you, you know, they're all over the place. Um, so do you think that is, that that's there's something that leads to that in the sense that like there's a mindset um i think it's that, underlying anxiety a lot of yeah. the time when people are and i see it it basically what i started I, noticing what I, well what i started noticing is that when people are very stuck on the busy is a lot of the time they don't even know what they're doing it's so inbuilt and they've just been doing it for so long because they don't want to avoid something in their life that is incredibly difficult, which is really something like an emotion that or the reality, maybe their relationship's not doing very well. So what they do is they fill up their days with so much stuff that they don't have time. This is this is their thinking and thought process of why they are constantly busy is they don't want to think about things because it feels difficult. And if you can't be with your own mind, your own mind, that's where it's it's giving you that evidence that that's where you may be doing this because it's an anxiety behaviour. Inevitably, you're not good company for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You, you need to be your own best friend, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, amazing. And do you get to meet a lot of women who fall under this category? A hundred percent. Yeah, I was basically, it's interesting when you notice obviously a theme of the type of women that are coming to see you. They were all stuck in the busy. They were all stuck. They all had very overwhelmed and anxious minds, all of them. And by through our work together, they were able to create more awareness. So they were able to change their perception on how they approached busy and their their life and their anxious thoughts as well. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, um, any, I mean, if I was listening to you, I would just think that, okay, if I'm doing this work and um, I feel burnout, I should walk away and do something else. That's, it might sound like that to some people, but then I know it's not as simple as that. And I, I, right. and I also know that you didn't, you didn't go into coaching the first day you felt burnout. There was, there was a process, and um, and I also know that it's not all rosy. So, at what point did you decide to leave? And also, did you what structures did you put in place, mindset wise and otherwise? Yeah. I mean, the universe was was sending me nudges. And a lot of the time when we're very stuck in a very fear-based narrative, we are so stuck of the future, we can't see that there's another possibility that could be better for us. So I was very much stuck in there. I would get sick quite often and I was really unhappy. I was really unhappy. So for me, in terms of like making that transition, this was happening for a long time until I had the courage to make the decision to leave. And in terms of um, having like a process and a plan, the plan was basically I was leaving. I had made that decision and it was one of the most empowering things that I have actually ever done. So I wouldn't sort of advise people, you know, everyone's in a different, you know, everyone's on a different journey, a different timeline. So it's more like if people are going through a journey where maybe they're experiencing exhaustion, definitely go and seek advice. Go and speak to someone who's an expert, you know, a mental health professional who you feel comfortable with start having those conversations with so you feel safe to actually do that and in terms of it's looking at the whole paradigm of your health it's looking at you know looking at speaking to a naturopath or an ayurveda practitioner or you know someone else who can start looking at is there any other clinical reasons that you could be experiencing burnout because sometimes we just think it's to do with you know feeling like you don't like the current circumstances in your life there's sometimes a chemical thing that is happening in your brain and yeah. it could be hormones. So it's it's you go and speak to someone and start creating that plan. And, you know, that's what I do. And, you know, it, it's something that I'm very committed to because, you know, our mental health and our well-being is so important. So we can feel like we can show up in those times where it feels more difficult and challenging. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. Is there any other tip you would want to leave our listeners with? 
before we um, well i i have uh, i can i can gift your lovely audience with a, a lovely like a mini course for people if they're interested um so it's basically they can go to www.realvisionlifecoaching.com.au forward slash mini course. And it's basically bite-sized lessons that people can listen to. They're not too long. And also, you know, once a month we do like a like a live workshop so we, you can learn how to integrate some things. So if people are wanting to know more practical things, they can do that as well. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, then. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's been an amazing time with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I've had the most amazing day. Thank you. Okay, guys, I'm out. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thrive with Omu podcast. This is your host, Omu Obilo.